Hello, everyone. Welcome to Universal Energy Radio and to the lowest effect. My name is Elisa. And my name is Liz. Hey, Boo Boo. Hey. So I'm in North Myrtle Beach right now. So um, Ooh. for next, I'll probably I'll probably do Thursday show from here too. Um, Good. But if if something happens with the internet, it's super slow here. So um, just a well, heads up. We can only do what we can do. Exactly. So are you inside or outside? Oh, inside. Yeah, these Who's are, in Myrtle um, Beach? Huh? We have a, my parents have a timeshare here. Oh, nice. That they've had since I was a kid. And um, it's one of those where it's theirs for life. <laughs> so. I love it. So um, take advantage. But, but it's, 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 a, it's a really small space. Um, they have a very, 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 very small, it's not even a balcony. I don't even know. It's like there's just a rail up and maybe a foot. <laughs> So it, it, there's oh, a door wow. that opens. There's like a sliding glass door, so you can kind of be out there, but you yeah, you're, you can't do much else. I have my shoes out there right now. They're drying. Um, oh, okay, well, over, it's a drying. Place. Yeah, but we're overlooking <laughs> the um, the beach. I mean, there's a pool, nice. and then there's the beach. So we're we're right here, which is convenient. So we, I just got back from a little walk. My parents are still out there. Um, nice, and it's the first day since we arrived where it's been a sunny day because it's been basically rainy or overcast and about yeah. to rain. Um, mm-hmm. So we woke up. I'm like, oh, my God, we got to go out. <laughs> we got to get to the beach. So nice. nice. Yeah. Therapeutic. Oh, that's great that you're spending time with them. I'm sure they're so happy to see you. Yeah, we – um. They have this every year, like I said, and, and a lot of times they try to see if if um, it's usually around my brother's birthday, so they want to see if he wants to go. Um, and he he usually does, but he can't do the whole week. So, mm-hmm. but someone has to check in. Like the check in is on Sunday in the afternoon. Someone has to check in. So they were just going to drive and check in and spend a few days until until he and his family came. And I figured, well, I'll go. I'll go see them. I planned a little nice. gathering with my mom and her her two sisters and my cousin. Oh, and nice. and I and I figured I'll I'll drive um I'll drive mom and dad. I'll drive them and then we'll hang out for a few days and we'll drive back. Um just so my dad wouldn't have to, you know, kinda handle the driving on his own. Not that he can't do mm-hmm. it's not that it's not that far of a drive, it's like a little over two hours, but it's a way for me to to do some things that mm-hmm. I wanted to get done. So we did get to see well, at least one of my aunts um, on Saturday. I got to see where my, um, the plot where my uncle and his son, my cousin were buried. Mm. I, I hadn't been since the funeral. So wow. I wanted to, um, I didn't know exactly where it was anymore. I'm like, oh. I tried, I tried sneaking out there once when I was visiting and I couldn't remember where it was. And I'm like, I can't, Look at all the. <laughs> I don't want to hang out oh, in the God, cemetery, no. girl. Like, I thought that'd it was be like here. Later. No, I know. I thought it was here, but I guess I couldn't find it. So anyway, um, but my other aunt who lives in Charleston, I had, not, I had talked to her a couple of days before. She was excited about coming, you know, going and all that stuff, and and then she ended up not feeling well, so we couldn't see her. You know, she ended up, I think, going to like a urgent care for for uh, an infection of some sort. So, oh, hopefully, wow. she's okay. She has not actually responded back to our text. Um, I'm assuming she's okay because otherwise, she would have called mm-hmm. someone. Like my uncle would have called somebody and said, "Oh my exactly. god, exactly." Well, she's trying to kill um, her. Yeah, but it was so that was good. And then we drove we drove out Sunday to come here. And I think today, I think later today, because um, I'm trying to find stuff for us to do. Honestly, you know, if, if we could stay out on the beach all day, I mean, I would do that. But, you know, it's mm-hmm. like what other stuff can we do? We, and we always have to find places to eat. So I think we're going to check out a winery. Oh, wow. That does sweet wines. So, I mean, that's not my favorite, but I know my parents will like no. it. 
So I'll mm-hmm. drive out there, and I think we're gonna go. We were gonna go check it out yesterday, but it was it was crazy thunderstorms. Like you look at the map, and everything was like different color, like looked like Christmas, like yeah. red, greens. I'm like, right. mm, yeah, 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 yeah. So we um we just had like a, a and we call this on the ship would be like a sea day. <laughs> we're just gonna say uh, right. It. That's funny. <laughs> it's a sea that's day. Cute. Although. Dad and I did venture out. We went to, uh, like, we never, I never know. Like, Dad Dad eats, like, two bites and he's fine. Um, mm-hmm. and, but when he's hungry, he's hungry. So I'm like, okay, let's let's go check out some places. I'm trying to expand our knowledge of this area despite coming here almost every year since I was a kid. Like, we don't really go to certain places. We don't go to restaurants. We don't have go-to. Like, oh, this is where we always come. We don't do it. So I figured we'd check out some some of the cuisine, which is going to be heavy on the seafood. Which is, of course. you know, I'm not I'm not mad about that, but there's no only way. so much fried fried seafood you can do before after a while. You're like, you know, let's let's get something else. Let me, let me just go by the store and get a salad. You know, yeah, salad. Mm-hmm. But we got um, we tried some Thai food, which I now my mm. trick is to see what the what the fish special is in the Thai restaurant. Because it's usually mm. really good. So this one was a crispy mm. salmon uh, mm. fish. It was really good. That sounds great. Uh, had, it was delicious. We had that Sunday night, and everyone was happy. We had calamari because my mom lights up at calamari, and we all had that. And, and then um, what did we do? So yesterday we checked out. Well, we were, I was like, well, maybe we'll just try Mexican food. My mom was asleep. She wasn't even hungry. Dad, Dad and I were going to venture out. So we try um, – we, I do a Google search under Mexican food, and of course, it's everything Mexican, and then stuff that's not really Mexican, but it's sure. like, you know. So we went to this uh, Salvadoran restaurant. Ooh. El Salvador, it was, yeah, it's like El Ranchito or something like that. Oh, and that's cute. So I had dad had like some chicken quesadillas. He, he really liked. He only needed one, what like a quarter of that, and we brought the rest mm-hmm. home. Which my mom, my mom kept calling it Indian food. I'm like, it's. Salvadoran, okay, whatever. That's funny. That's so funny. <laughs> I don't like this. I Indian love food. it. I love <laughs> it. That's so okay. cute. Well, okay, you know, mom. that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> but really I funny. had a tamale. I had a pork tamale. Ooh. It was delicious. Mm. And I had um, one of my favorite things is a tamale. Uh huh. And I had a pupusa. Oh, okay. That's like an arepa adjacent. Yeah. So it kind was. I was, I was, I, I, I'd always heard of it. I'd never had it. I really liked yeah, it. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, uh, those so are good. So that was, that was it. Like, I was full. Say that again. You had a what? A pupusa? What'd you call me? I just had to do that. Hey, <laughs> I didn't call you. I didn't call you in a few word. <laughs> I just had to, I just had to set that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are. See how you oh, are. I know how you, you know how I am. I know how you are. So um, mm-hmm. that was our adventures and culinary delights. Um, Fabulous. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I love it. We're actually just counting counting the minutes to win of well, the day because I think uh, they're coming tomorrow. Um, Alvin and his wife and our golden child Isabel. Yes, um, right. They're coming tomorrow. And Natalia. Uh-huh. Is all about the beach, like they. Oh, that's great. They were um, they were driving to Tat to Charleston, <laughs> and he's like the entire trip. She was. Are we going? Are we? Are we at the beach yet? Are we going? Are we coming to the beach? Is the beach? Where's the beach? For like you know six hours. This. this. Oh, I. She want to go to the cute. beach. So before they could even check into the hotel, they just drove straight to the beach, and she was. They sent us videos of her running around squealing at the beach. Oh, <laughs> she is your niece. That's so cute. <laughs> so we're going to hang out with them tomorrow. We might spend the night. I think we're going to spend the night. Alvin's like, she wants to spend time with her Lolo, her Lola, and her Awa. Oh. I said, really? Really, she's saying that, but once she's on the beach, we're all going to be chopped liver. But I said, yeah, we'll right. do that. We can, we, can stay. I can say, we can stay as late as we need to. I can drive. It's not that far. You know, if we leave in the evening. Like I wouldn't want my nice. dad to drive at night, but I don't. I don't mind driving no. at night. That's um, so sweet. So that's that's the plan for the week. 
Like it, I'm That's so glad nice. it's sunny today. It's so nice to be on the yeah, beach. Yeah, finally. Um, I did, I caught up, I tried to catch it with um, one of my friends, one of my college friends who lives kind of close by. Um, she's, she's from, she's from this area. And um, so I've been kind of texting back and forth with her. I was hoping to see her today, but uh, her, uh, her dog ran away like a few days ago. So she and her. Oh no, she must be distraught. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, but then she texted me also about, she's like, you know, do you do numerology? I'm like, yeah, I still do numerology. And so mm-hmm. she just told me about finding dimes um, oh. for the last couple of months. Like her, she has two, two twin boys and they were born. We, we, we all have the same, we have the same birthday. So they were born on May 1st. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. she said, I found, started finding them like on their birthday. He, you know, she didn't think anything of it because I think the first time you find a, a, a coin, you know, someone dropped a coin, whatever, here it is. But she she's found mm-hmm. like, you know, a ton of them since then. Yeah. And the on, right. Right. Mm-hmm. She said she found mm-hmm. a few on Mother's Day and then her father who passed away. I was um, going to say, grandfather. Is in yeah. June. Um, her, you know, her father passed away. Uh, his birthday is in June. So she found a couple on, on that day as well. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I sort of went through about what, what the number 10 means, but just coin, you know, coins in general, I said, you know, yeah, that's, that's definitely, that's a pattern. So you'll pay attention, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and for her to say, she found it on, on our father, on, on her father's birthday. Oh yeah. He, like, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she said, it's like, is that a message for him? I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I said, Oh, how did you feel? Because um, she said, well, she said, I said, how did you feel when you found those coins, like, on your dad's birthday? Because by then, it's been mm-hmm. over a month of you finding dimes. And she said, um, right. she said, well, I, it's just, it, may, it may sound kind of stupid, but, you know, it it made me smile. Like, it made me really happy. I, I, I kissed That's one of them. That's stupid. I, That's I know. I said, yeah. She said, I kissed one of the dimes, and I just told him happy birthday. You know, like, she said, I just felt very. Yes, that's right. Um I felt relieved and, and like, you know, I just felt really happy about it. I said, exactly. So I said, you got to trust your yeah. intuition. Her birth, her birthday is tomorrow. She should, okay. Her she should call tomorrow. into the show. Well, she, she does, um, she's, she's a teacher during the school year. Oh, and so for this working. week, this week she is actually volunteering at an autism camp in the mornings. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, um, that's so nice. Yeah. So we're going to try to meet like after lunch or something today, but yeah, that's not going to happen. She's got, she's got other things to to think about, you know, and to, to, uh, to focus on, but it was just really nice to see her nice. to, to chat with her and for her to find dimes. I'm like, I said, you know, I, I'll find pennies every so often and I'll, I'll find different types of coins, but usually it's pennies. I said, for you to get dimes, um, That's specific, yeah. it's very specific. And, and then, you know, with that number 10, it's a one and a zero. And even with pennies, cause it's a one, you know, that's, that's about, something new happening, a new beginning, but with that zero mm-hmm. at the end, you know, that's, that's like next level. That's not just, Oh, here's something new. Like you've, you've completed something and you're going on to the next level. And, um, and she said that she actually is, uh, she found a few more dimes. I want to say like the day before her dog ran away. So oh. I'm, like, ah, I'm so sorry, but you know, but I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm not sure. I didn't go into that part of, well, you know, let that one go. But because she's going to, she needs to do what she needs to do. But I feel mm-hmm. like for her, she needs to really start trusting her intuition with yes. when she gets these Everything. signs. Yeah. And and I said, you know, you can, you can be in touch with your dad. I said, but you have Absolutely. to be, you've got to be, um, I didn't, I didn't use the words in a higher vibration, but I said, you know, gets. I know she's exhausted because she's she's been doing the the camp work, you know, in the in the morning and then trying to find her dog in the in the afternoon or oh evening my God, or whatever. Yeah. So I know consumed, she's tired yeah. and she's worried. I said, but get some rest. Of course. And and I said, you know, you can ask your your dad anything, mm-hmm. even though he's not mm-hmm. here and physical. You can ask him. Because it sounds like he's mm-hmm. trying to, you know, let you know he's 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 fine, you know, he's here. He's ar- and he's around, right? He's around, right? So, um, mm-hmm. so he, so I, I just said, 
but you you know you've got to be rested and you've got to be feeling pretty good actually to to kind of be connected with that because if you're really tired it's hard it's hard to raise that vibration enough for for you to even receive anything you're just like you just want to go to sleep um so she's like no that's very true and, and so it was just it was just a nice chat we did everything to text um but I, I love her little stories about the dimes. She's got a ton of them. I told her also. I sometimes I look at the date. I try to look at the dates of of the of the coins to see what happened. Um, oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, just to see what happened around that time. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find. Uh, here we go. What she wrote. She said she. Um, she said yeah she said uh, for two months maybe closer to three months I've been finding dimes just dimes random places somewhere around 20 to 25 dimes maybe 30 found what? three on Mother's Day yeah yeah that's that's, that's what crazy. how it started out oh she's yeah she's good um, and uh, and she's like you know well you know went two weeks after my dad's birthday not finding any and then found one Friday two Saturday one Sunday and once a day not not just at home like crazy places why dimes um, sometimes I can leave a place and return and there's a dime wasn't there before <laughs> it's not happening crazy. to her husband I think he may think I've gone crazy is it my dad trying to mm-hmm. say he's okay I'm okay my dog's my dog's okay uh, or uh, is it trying to say that he's okay I'm okay if my dog's okay or is it just dimes I'm like it's never just dimes <laughs> it's not just dimes no. <laughs> said I didn't have a dime on me got in my car one time drove opened driver door and there was a dime on the frame could not have oh my god before. Nope. <laughs> no he's letting her know he's close he's with her <clears throat> that's what it is yeah yeah crazy so yeah wow so, uh, she said I haven't um so I told her to check the, the, the year. She says, I haven't done that at all, but I have kept about 15 to 18 of them. I'll have to look. I didn't think it was a thing at first, but when I found the fourth one um, in a week on my classroom floor, I was like, um, weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Oh, my gosh. But then she, she you know, she, uh, she'd take a break <laughs> from, from the information from texting. And then later on, she'd... Um, she wrote <clears throat> she's getting she's she's not going to turn 50 this year but almost 50 <clears throat> and she said you know some of those menopausal symptoms have started right before I started to find the dimes maybe two weeks before oh oh uh-huh <clears throat> and I'm like girl you know and I and I wrote this because I, I just it like came to me I said definitely changes are afoot it's a funky time, but there's also a lot of power in this time of our lives, a lot of wisdom from mm-hmm. within. Mm-hmm. And I wrote, if anything, love yourself more. Instead of pining or mourning a loss of self, you're graduating on to the next level of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good answer. So, um, yeah, so that's my little my little story. Um, no, I love it. I'm, I love it. I'm hoping that she does find closure with her dog i don't know anything yeah. about her dog i mean i i probably should mm-hmm. go back on facebook and see because i don't see the other what thousands of other people are doing on a day-to-day basis um right but I, you know i'm hoping that if she can get closure then her energy doesn't have to go into worry about her pet which right. is hard I mean, I, I know, I know, I know that feeling. You all know that feeling. Because, and, and, you know, and Raven, by the way, Raven, hi, she's in the chat. She's someone that I would depend on. Like if, if I had a pet missing, like when Sophia was gone for like oh, three yeah. days, I'm like, what is she doing? Did she trip up in a portal? She can't get out of. Um, it was just nice to have someone to mm-hmm. be calming mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Now Raven mm-hmm. in the chat wrote, um, I love finding coins. I took off the sheets to wash them and later walked into the room and saw a quarter on the mattress. I knew it wasn't there earlier. I yep. checked the date. Yeah. Yeah. When you find coins, it's really interesting. 
I, mm-hmm. uh, I told her, I told my friend that um, I usually will find coins um, on mornings when I have to do a tour and I go get gas. Um, I'll find, if I find a coin, I'll, I'll feel like that's a good sign. Like I'll, I'm going to get a good tip. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> I mean, so sometimes I don't find coins, but I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll tough it out. But, um, right. but on days when I'd have found coins at the gas station, because, because really who, no one, no one usually change in their pockets anymore. So it is, it's rare, mm-hmm. I think, especially at a gas station, everyone's usually, usually just using the card to, to get gas. Yes. Um, so I find it interesting. I find quite a few coins in a parking lot or in a, in a gas, a gas station. Um, and I told her I keep, I usually have like a little piggy bank full of coins and I'll check the dates and I'll just put them in there. And I know at some point I have to let that energy go and and use them, like use them for something. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's an acknowledgement like coins and, and feathers. I used to find a lot of feathers. Yes. Yep, yep. Yeah. I like that. Um, yeah. Uh, so, and I want to say also, since, you know, I dream a lot. Mm-hmm. And last night, I want to say last night and maybe the a couple of days before, I've dreamt about people who have passed. Mm. Um. One is someone I didn't know that well, but I did attend her funeral. Um, mm-hmm. She was more of a friend of, of Anna's, and they they kind of did a Girl Scout camp. Like were, she was a camp counselor, and Anna's partner at the time was in charge of that camp. Um, but yeah, she was like this really yeah, kind of. She just was like a, 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 I want to say the word boisterous, which is really funny. I mean, she's she was like a larger woman, but she was just always a lot of fun. You know, she. She was just, I don't know, a force to be reckoned with. Um, but she, like, she passed away, and she's she's younger than I am, so she was like in her forties. So oh my like god! A real, a real yeah. shock, you know. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Um, Terrible. So I remember she was, she was she was flirting with me, which was really funny. Which is I'm like, okay, that doesn't faze yeah. me. But then um, mm-hmm. the other person in, in in the dream I had last night was one of my old coworkers, Tom. And um, gosh, in this dream, he was so tall. He, he's a tall guy anyway. But I remember, like, he looked, he looked good. He looked he looked a little bit older, but he looked healthy. And I just remember him being so tall. <laughs> like, hey, Tom, all right. And I know the dream had something to do with. It felt like it had to do with work, like how to mm-hmm. how to how to look at different connections with what is work. So. What was his position at the job? Um, this is when I was at my corporate job. So he was yeah, he was I, a uh, he was a a writer. Um, interesting. Well, I call I call I called him the writer because he was a really good writer. But I mean, they're technically like communications um, consultants. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he we usually were right next to each other. His cubicle was right next to mine, and um, and he was just always such a, such a fun, loving, great guy, mm-hmm. such a, mm-hmm. a, like a proper, a proper gentleman. He was, you know, he was probably, nice. I don't know what he was, but, um, yeah. So I, 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 I like, I like seeing, I've, I've dreamt of him once before, but it's been a while. He, he died a few years ago. Um, mm-hmm. But he's someone who, where he lived when he was alive, was sort of close to where I live now. Like in that, not in that neighborhood, he's actually closer, close to where my brother lives. His, in fact, my brother mm-hmm. moved into a, an area that is right, like right across the street from his subdivision. So that's what it reminds mm-hmm. me of. Is is oh yeah, you know when I drive, I was, oh yeah, Tom used to live there, you know, and I hosted mm-hmm. our whole department, which is like ten people. He hosted everyone mm-hmm. over at his house, and and uh, you know he and his wife were just very gracious. And, yeah, just I have very very good memories of him. Just him being mm-hmm. a very stand up guy, a, a, a great person to work with, very talented, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. super nice. I remember we he, mm-hmm. we would do numeral. I, I did numerology with him, and um, I, not that I remember any of his numbers, but 
Nice. You know, sometimes he would he would he would get upset about something or and I remember kind of sharing some of these uh some of these uh I guess sayings that I learned from Lois because I was still I was mm-hmm. getting doing classes with Lois at the time. And mm-hmm. and so you know, like if he didn't if he was mad at somebody, if he if he was upset with somebody, especially someone like in, in the workplace, um you know, he would just keep, keep grumbling about it. And I'm like, you know, Tom, that person has no idea that you're upset mm-hmm. about this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I guess the phrase nowadays, like, they're living rent-free in your head. You know, um, but, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I think when, when, because he just kept talking about some, somebody, and I'm like, you know, they, they don't know. So you keep bringing it up, and that's hurting you more than it's hurting anybody else. And it, it really got him to stop and think for a moment. Like, oh, my God, you're so mm-hmm. right. <laughs> you know? Good. So um, anyway, it was just really cool to see him in the dream. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of the traits that you described about him would be traits that people would describe about you. And mm. he's a writer. You identified him as a writer. And yeah. he seemed almost out of reach. He seemed very, very tall. You know, I think yeah. it's symbolic of, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. he's probably, encur- hello, he's probably encouraging you that it really is an illusion for those things to be out of reach. Mm-hmm. It's not out of reach. You know, mm-hmm. you doing something with the writing or whatever. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel so. like I was doing a lot of writing last night, you know, in chat with okay, my friend. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I thought it, it was kind of nice. So it was, it was really cool to see him in the dream. I love yeah. that. Comforting. Yeah, it is. I mean, I did see um, I'm, I'm friends on Facebook with his son. Um, well, I didn't really know that well, but, like, after, after his, his dad died, I think he reached out to people that he remembered from, from his father's work. Who are on Facebook? So um, his son uh, is he's like the the only child, right? But I remember this is so this is like over twenty years ago. His son he would talk about his son like his son like was going with his girlfriend. You know, it was very it was just kind of very big about his son being you know the straight guy. But it turns out his son is gay, and I think he was just trying to share what was happening. Well, you know fun stuff his son was doing without outing him because I don't think his son wanted to be out. Sure. But, but in a, in a, in an or organization with, with our people, like half our department was gay. So, and, and they were gay men. Like, um, I know, I know his son. Like I've seen him at the bars. I'm like, okay, whatever. So, Hello. so it was just very interesting that, but, but you know, it was his own way until his son was ready to come out. Then, it was fine. But anyway, his son and I are Facebook friends, but I think I saw a glimpse, like probably a post. He and his partner um, are on a cruise right now. And um, oh. so I thought that was really cool that, um, so, you know, I saw him and I thought of his father and then I have this mm-hmm. dream. He's, his father ended up mm-hmm. in the dream last night. It's all connected. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Good old Tom. Good old Tom. Good old Tom. He's such a, good, such Tom. A good soul. A good soul. Even now. Even even of course. <laughs> <has> changed. <laughs> right. It hasn't changed a bit it hasn't changed a bit since he went to the other side. Yeah. It's he's great. gotten taller. <laughs> he's oh, really tall. He's, he's taller. really tall. He, he's really tall. He's really yeah, tall. What, what is it that um there was an angel she's passed too, this woman who would do angel angel drawings. She called her the angel lady. Um, mm-hmm. but she's like, yeah, the angels are like really, really tall. Like, oh, okay. So that's how I felt. Oh, like Tom. Okay. Like Interesting. This, so maybe he's, you know, he's, he's, you know, moved up in the ranks. Maybe. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe. Goody yep. t-shoes. Yeah. Sounds like, <laughs> yeah. Hello. Kiss ass. Right. Brown nose. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> well, you and your people, meaning every Filipino alive, I was, very, oh, my God, I had the best time. I went to see a matinee of a musical 
that were. Oh, I think I saw your post uh, about this. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, the Filipinos were out. Uh, <laughs> called I love it. Here lies love, and the music is by David Byrne of the Talking Heads and mm. uh, Fat Boy Slim. And oh my God. it's been a it's been a show, and I remember when they were workshopping it ten years ago. Now it's a fully realized Broadway extravaganza. Wow! It's all about the downfall of Amelda Marcos, and oh my God. it's 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 a multi. It was one of the best things I've ever seen, and I've seen a lot my whole life. One of the best things I've ever seen. The entire cast is Filipino. Wow! The entire cast. Uh, Leah Salongo. Oh, she really? Was, um, yes, yes. She's yeah. a producer, and she she has a supporting role in it. She's in it, and um, people think that glorifies the, the Marcoses. It really doesn't. It doesn't at all. And I think it's so relevant because of we're dealing with political um, excess and mm-hmm. the dictatorship. Hello, Trump. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and done in such a gorge, done in such a gorgeous way, it was, it was, it was great. I hope it's still running by the time you guys get to New York because mm. it really is a must see. It was, it was incredible, incredible. Had the best time ever, and they totally took out every seat in the orchestra. So it was this stage that was kind of like a runway in the center and an audience on either side that were oh, wrangled wow. by crew members. Oh, it was insane. Okay. And, I, and I'm like, I paid $20 more to be in the front mezzanine because I would have had a panic attack to be in the middle of all those people. And the <laughs> setting, this, no, it would have been too much. The setting was like a club. So that's when the, so you saw the footage. This is before the show started. That there was a DJ, a Filipino DJ, and he was good. He was good. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. But the Filipinos were out. So it was it was it was it was great. And there's some scenes where when Amelda finds out that um her husband was cheating and she curses at him in Philippine and Talagaga or whatever. Like the audience, yeah, like, I'm yeah. like, oh, what'd she say? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh. And the, audi- oh, the audience was like, ooh. <laughs> it, was, it was good. You would have been proud of your people. It was, it was so, it was so, it, I, I can't imagine it not sweeping the Tonys next year. It oh, was wow. so, so good. So, yeah, it's in previews now. It hasn't officially opened. So I was able to get a ticket, so I went. Mm. And then, ooh, and then Thursday, I'm going to see Peter Pan Goes Wrong. Now, you and I and your friends saw the play that goes wrong <laughs> when you were in New York. It was, it was this British, uh, British uh, production, and it was just slapstick, Monty Python crazy humor. <laughs> so this is the same people, but it's called Peter Pan Goes Wrong. Oh, my God. So, obviously, it's a production of Peter Pan that goes wrong. And I have friends that work in that theater, so they were able to get me a rush ticket, but I'm going to be in, like, the middle of the orchestra. I'm going to be – I'm going to have a great seat because they, you know, they need people in the box office to hook me up. And I'm doing that on uh, – on, I'm already laughing. I'm already laughing in my head because you and I – we were laughing before we walked into the theater because they were doing stuff outside of the theater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that too. Yeah, so I'll be thinking about you again every time I go to see. I'm like, oh, the Filipinos are out. How's it be? Oh, Peter Pan goes wrong. We saw the same people do this other show like five years ago. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much fun. That's gonna be fun. I was, I was laughing. It was great. It was great. Yeah, yeah. Therapy. uh, Yeah, yeah. I I definitely want to. Anytime there are Filipinos, um, especially on on Broadway or it's rare. It, this has never in, happened in before the that the entire cast. Yeah. Performances were great. Absolutely. No, they were good. They were, they were not playing. They're like, we'll never work again. So let's do this. Come on. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> this might be the only job I'm going to have. Yeah. Let's, we're going to go full out. I think I, I hope I standing ovation um, loved it. Uh, and so original. And even if I don't like something, I will applaud originality because right. 
any form of originality to me is a major accomplishment, especially especially in the arts. But it was it was amazing. It really was amazing. I loved it so much. I thought of you guys the whole time. Mm. All right, hold mm-hmm. on just a minute. I'm gonna I'm gonna mute yes, myself. I'll talk to my parents real quick, but you can keep talking. Okay. Oh, I'll keep talking. So I'm glad that the technology is uh, working in our favor because sometimes we'll do a show from other places and it doesn't. So okay. We love that. Yeah. Okay. okay. So that's good. But I was just yeah. saying I'm, I'm glad that the, the technology for our show right now is working. And yeah. So we're far so good. By it. So far so good. Yeah. We we're we're doing great. Uh, yeah. which is which is wonderful, and you have a lovely day ahead of you, which is good. But yeah. last, uh, oh, yeah, but, oh, my God, talk about going right into the frying pan. So after Thursday's show, it's my first day back at work, and, boy, did they throw me into the deep end. Oh, no. Which, which, which is, yeah, yeah, no, which is, which is good. I'm only teaching one section twice a week. So instead of learning 90 names, I only have to learn 13 names. Which is All right. I, I already, doable. Yeah, I, I already by the, the end of the first session, I knew how to apply my heart. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I put little, I put little notes in the attendance roster of uh, little things to remind me of. But it's very interesting because summer session, not all the students go to NYU. I have so, I have someone who goes to Cornell, but she's taking this class. She's taking this, oh. this program for the summer. Yeah, she's going to be an attorney. But she wants to oh. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then this other one, I mean, they're all pretty much around the same age. I would say maybe the youngest would be like 20, maybe mid-20s would be the oldest. I have a very interesting character. And the thing is, thank God, I'm so good with the energy. So I know how to adapt and navigate before anything turns into anything because I'm so, like, on to, you know, tuned in. So... At the beginning of this class, when this uh, guy came in, I'm like, "Well, he got a weird energy. He got is he, mm. he going to be is he going to be the pain in the ass? Who's you know who's going to be the pain in the ass? Or can I nip the shit in the bud?" And by the end of the class, he was he was cool because I feel like if I meet somebody, if I kind of feel like they they have like a constricted energy or there's something going on inside, that I can pretty much feel it immediately. Um, I know how to adapt on like just with an unconditional vibe so that I'm not giving anything but just space and respect. And then I usually get it back. So by the end of the class, um, you know, it was like, okay, this is, this is fine. Like I can handle this. But this guy, I also don't think he's a NYU. I know he's not an NYU student. NYU student. I think he's a little bit older. I can't quite tell his, his age, maybe 24, 25, 26, but he was in politics. What? And yes, and he, um, I don't know what his role was, but he was supporting a, I think he said he was supporting a campaign in 2018. What was going on politically in 2018? So I that guess, would be a, a campaign for I guess for 2020. Like, well, that would have been like mid midterm elections. So for okay, whoever yeah, was up in that, in you. the yeah, <laughs> whoever was up for re-election in either the House or the Senate. Okay, so 2018 left politics. Uh, he did have a T-shirt of um, it was it was it's a famous it's a famous T-shirt famous photograph rather. Of Richard Nixon's face is obscured by a cat head shaking oh. hands with Elvis Presley. What? It's a famous. It's a famous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm gonna see. It's a famous image. I think I, I can probably look it up and send it to you. So he had that shirt on, which makes me think he's not a Republican. Uh, he's crazy. Um, he can be whatever he wants, whatever. Um, but that was interesting. That um, he is now interested in exploring um, acting for film. I don't know. But let me see if I can find it with the cat head. Well, this is the picture except the the T-shirt he had. Let me see if I can find it, cat head. 
Um, but anyway, so he had kind of like a darker kind of energy, but by the end of the by the end of the class, I kind of felt like I don't know, maybe he felt like I was, you know, trustworthy or something. I don't know. But interesting. Anyway, huh. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. Let's see if I can send this to you. But um there's all kind of characters. That you come <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, I'm gonna send you this picture. So anyway, you can see Nixon's face, but his T shirt had Nixon's face obscured by a giant cat head, which I thought was very funny. Let's see what we got here. Yeah. And then on top of, while you look at the image, and then on top of all of that, I have my movie producer (laughs) hat on tight. I know it's not funny, but he has a cat head, so it's funny t-shirt. Yeah, so making lots of lots of moves to do uh to do initial shooting in October but uh making lots of lots of moves so when I'm not teaching I have my producer's hat on it's terrifying it's absolutely terrifying I have a big role in trying to put this movie together with a wing and a prayer no money but we're doing it because that's mm. how we make movies happen oh yeah we're doing it somehow yeah, so I did I go to Puerto Rico? Was I there? Right. <laughs> did I? What? Did I? Did that happen? Oh, I'm so glad I took that trip. So glad. <laughs> so glad I rested because I knew what I knew what was coming. But what's so lovely? I love the schedule right now. It's you know it's it's some income. It's not a lot of income, but at least there's income. We need the income, and it right. will increase. And yeah, well, just give me the just give me something. As long as there's something coming in, I can work with it. Let's have something coming in, and then we'll see how they book me for the fall. But I'll be I'll be working twice, two half days a week. It's a great schedule. This is why I can do the show Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, it's a great schedule, and then I'll have two weeks off from the middle of August to the end, and then we'll start again for fall, the toward the end of August, and just just healing and resting. And doing my due diligence and laying the hell low and just right. all the things that we need to do to protect ourselves. But that's very interesting in this grace period. And, you know, our job, hopefully, is to really discover who we are and heal. I, I really mm-hmm. feel that. that. That's it. Continual self-discovery and healing and I am just on the precipice of really understanding tangible self-compassion. It's no longer, it's girl, it's no longer this abstract construct, crazy. And what it is, or what I'm discovering, and this is like hot off the presses, what it is, instead of appropriating resentment, blame, frustration, anger, guilt, remorse, shame, doubt, fear, insecurity, the the list can go on and on and on and on. All of a sudden, those externals are irrelevant, and what they are are indicators of what you are working with in terms of the unhealed parts of yourself that you really didn't have any say in. Okay, so mm-hmm. now those external elements are markers, unhealed parts, and there's no blame, there's gratitude. Thank you for showing me the parts of me that are unhealed. And thank you for the grace and the intelligence to understand that you are like as functional as a street post, as a street light to light the way to clarity. So there's no blame, there's no shame, but there's compassion like, damn, boy, you handled that with, you know, being blindfolded and your hands tied behind your back? Mm. Wow. Wow. So that self-compassion, yeah, I'm just tasting that now. 
And there's a freedom because it feels like a sense of wholeness and synergy and integration and a softening of frustration, resentment. I I think that's what forgiveness feels like. It's new because we can have these these ideas of, well, yes, we can label this forgiveness, we can label this this, we can label, but then when you switch from uh, a cerebral uh, label but into a core feeling, you don't have to label it anymore. It's like, wow. You know, and I was like, damn, that's kind of sad, girl. Like I was saying this to myself, that's kind of sad. Like, I didn't feel sorry for myself, but I was like, wow, to you, to have self-compassion. Wow, because we're so compassionate and pathetic to everybody else. Really interesting. Brand new. Mm -hmm. That's what's going on. And I do know, and I don't know that much about it, but apparently July 17th is, like, supposed to be major... And again, I know nothing about astrology. I just know peripheral, uh, new moon in Cancer, but it's supposed to be such a major shift energetically for everybody, especially if we are conscious of it and we work with it. So July 17th, when fall? Let's see, what day is the week? So today's the 11th. Oh, Monday. Okay, interesting. So Okay, yeah, uh, so then the next yeah, show yeah, we yeah. can, the day after yeah, that. We got to talk about that. We got to yeah, talk about that. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that on Thursday, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because mm-hmm. the 17th, yeah, so I'm going to just make a note. Uh, there's something about the energy on July 17th, so I got to do a little uh, little research on that, but I ju- I've just been seeing things pop up. I'm sure my girl that we follow on Instagram, Diana Mahikis, I know you follow her. I love mm-hmm. her posts on astrology. I'm sure she'll have something very interesting to say, but apparently very, very powerful with the new moon and cancer, but a lot of a lot of receiving. And for those of us that aren't hardwired to receive, hello, party of two. There we go. Can right. Party for two for hard, hard to receive under Bangalore or Ortiz. That would be awesome. <laughs> uh, yes, we, may, we don't even have to make the reservations. We have a table. We have the chef's table. <laughs> the chef's table. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 19 courses. Yeah. Yeah. 19 courses. Hey. Alisa will do the wine pairing. Right. Uh, yeah. Party of two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's going to be very pivotal for a lot of people, especially those people that are open and responsive and conscious to continue to evolve and continue to discover and to embrace other people are in our life, whether it's our relatives or family, colleagues, friends, acquaintances, associates, lovers, partners, whatever, we are wired as human beings to learn about ourselves through, through the reflection of connection to others. That's just what, this is why uh, the dating space is so addictive, you know, and to have that clarity to understand. See, this is why I'm not mad at any, even the crazy, because I've had, a, I've had a bunch of crazy, as you well know, even the crazy, I'm grateful I wouldn't be at this place of self-compassion where I could see how I was basically, that guy wasn't dating me. He was dating Helen Keller because oh, yeah. I was blind, deaf, and dumb. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to change my profile. Helen Keller, New York City. Helen Keller. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so wrong. Uh, but it's true. Uh, it's true. And, and if you think about the, the metaphor, if you think about it, if all you can go with is your is your sensory, you can't go with your five senses. You have to go with vibration. If you're deaf, mm-hmm. you go with vibration. You know, if you're blind, you go with, there you go. So you feel your way. 
So it's this very early shift. I'm so glad. I'm like, because I'm so tired of just overthinking every damn thing. And right. you're like double me. You know what I mean? <laughs> but but I'm, I'm, pretty, I, I'm pretty up there, you know, hypervigilant because that's a trauma response. I know where it comes from. I get it. Mm-hmm. I know where it comes from. But to get more in, instead of what do I think about it, it's how do I feel. That is so brand new. I don't think I've ever approached my life that way. It would be more after the fact that I'd, I'd be in a full-blown panic attack in order to say, oh, she's feeling something. Mm. Mm. It's, it, it's really subdued. It's really subdued. But this is years, decades. So the mental I stuff is all, to keep you from feeling too much. Yes. It doesn't even occur to you because the mental stuff is self-neglect. You don't mm. even, it doesn't even occur to you. Right. Doesn't even occur to you because we're so dismissive of the self. But we've had to because of how we formed attachments early in life. I can't speak for you, but, you know, my attachment stuff was like, forget. Yeah, I mean, I trace it to an incident and I'm like not even a year old. Yay! So, um, it's yeah, so we work with that. We manage that. And then we become high functional and highly organized because that illusion helps to make us feel safe. But it's the illusion of safety. Mm-hmm. But we're always hypervigilant. So, yeah, and that's what makes us tired. That's why I think with you, you know, early on, it was the default thing was, I ha- I'm going to sleep. I'm just going to pass out. Oh, man. It's because it's exa- right. Right. It's exa- yeah, so things are shifting where it's like, oh, okay, okay, good, okay, good. I always want to, for the rest of my life, to embrace consciousness. I don't ever want to check out until it's the final checkout, meaning like I'm out. Right. I'm out. So I'm glad, you know, uh, certain semesters, I have to memorize 90 names. I'm glad because that's a mental gym for me. I'm glad. You know what I mean? Like, I right. want to always be engaged, always until my last breath because the alternative is terrifying and you see people slip away. I'm so glad your parents are inspired by their grandchild mm-hmm. because that keeps, you know what I'm saying? Right. That keeps them going. I'm glad my two sons still live with me. I'm glad that I'm in that demographic at work between 18 and 24. My kids are 18 and 24. The people I teach are between, on the average, 18 and 20. I love that. It keeps me conscious. That mm-hmm. we do this show, it keeps us conscious. And, and that's why it means so much. You know, and we're going into, you know, in the fall, year 13, I've lost count, year 12, 13, I have no idea, something like that, you know, it's so important. So are you sensing a little bit of that where it's, you're feeling less taxed mentally and more, and, and beginning to just get a taste of checking in with how you feel first and as opposed to what you're thinking? Are you getting just a little zhuzh A little bit, that's a happening. little bit, it's yeah. It's just on the brink, I know. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just a little bit, you know, you, you're, we're kind of side by side. I'm maybe, you know, maybe leading the way a little bit energetically, but you're right there. Mm-hmm. But, it's, mm-hmm. but, you know, we're very wired differently, but energetically we're very much parallel. But I think that is kind of the gateway for what's supposed to be going on um, July 17th. I'm going to do a quick little search since we have a minute. Uh, let me just do a little Googling. But there's something, there's something going on. Mm-hmm. Energy. Let's see what we got. So I just put in. Oh, okay. So. Let's just see. This is just a random search. But, uh, okay, so the July 17th is a date of strange things, individualism, and stress. 
it isn't expected to see this much energy with the sun in cancer and expectations of family and close friends might be rough on nerves. Okay, this is, no, I don't want to do that. That's just the individual <laughs> no, sign. No, not that one. <laughs> no, 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 because it's not, because it's not yet uh, here. This might be, okay, energy. Let's see, let's see. Uh, okay. July 17th. No, this is just talking about the month. Okay, hold up. Going to the 17th. Okay, and I don't understand what this language is, but north and south nodes enter Aries and Libra underneath a new moon and Cancer. I don't know what the hell that means. But then there's That's a lot of cardinal in- signs. Okay. Um well, the nodes are, yeah, I can't explain all the nodes either, but I have studied them. <laughs> um, yes, well, that's why I'm, at, I'm saying it, yeah. Um, but some of the nodes, well, they, they usually are in those oppositions. So areas mm. of Libra, um, whew, yeah, that's, so that's, that's fire. Well, I'll, I'll read and, this, maybe it might, it might clarify, because it says the nodes on July 17th, uh, the nodes of the moon shift signs from Taurus and Scorpio, Scorpio into Aries and Libra. Like, yeah, what you said, bringing a significant shift to the cosmic landscape. The lunar nodes are not celestial bodies. Instead, they right. are energetic points of power. Oh, you just said mm-hmm. this. There are always opposite changing signs every 18 to 20 months. And right. dictating where, okay, cool, where eclipses will occur. The lunar nodes are also considered karmic points of destiny. I was, yeah, re- seeing things about karma around this time. Right. As the north node enters Aries, the fiery sign of the ram, it sets the stage for a dynamic and assertive approach to your goals and aspirations. Okay, cool. This energy promotes leadership positions, taking bold initiatives, and embodying mm-hmm. a pioneering spirit. Opportunities for professional growth and advancement may arise, rewarding those willing to venture outside their comfort zones and explore uncharted territories. Okay. The South Node entering Libra invites you to reassess and rebalance your relationships. It prompts you to examine your partnerships, friendships, and alliances, seeking equilibrium and harmony. During this 18-month phase, cultivating mutually beneficial connections and embracing diplomacy allows for personal and professional growth. By fostering cooperation and understanding, you can create a harmonious environment that nourishes yourself and those around you. And then the last thing I'll say is a powerful new moon on the 17th infuses the atmosphere with transformative energy. We like that. Nestled within the gentle embrace of cancer, this lunar event evokes emotions and encourages deep introspection. It is a time to honor your intuitive system and tap into your nurturing instincts. This new moon amplifies your ability to establish emotional security. What was I just talking about? Find solace in familiar bonds and create a supportive foundation for your dreams and aspirations. So look at that. So we're tapping into, this is what I was just saying, tapping into our internal nurturing instincts. We are learning to nurture ourselves Mm -hmm. instead of thinking about every damn thing like Mm -hmm. a lunatic. That's the intention to set. So we'll speak, we'll speak more on it um, on a Thursday show. So very oh, interesting. Yeah. And wishing you and your family an amazing time, especially when the new Messiah comes tomorrow. Um, <laughs> We're so excited. So that's that. Yeah, no, that's so great. So if any of you need to get a hold of us, you can send an email to LOABlend at gmail.com, and we'll be back on the air this coming Thursday at 8.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time. Please take very good care of yourselves first and each other. And as always, let the light do the work and see brighter days ahead. Love you. Love you. Bye.